and and I do use the term witchcraft to describe like my practice because I think I do things that are are very related to the practice of witchcraft. Like I, you know, I do altar work. I do some ceremonial magic, and so like on top of the tarot cards, I would say, yeah, I do, I do witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, I do. I would call it root work for me, just because mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of stuff with herbs and candles. Mm -hmm. I guess I could call some of it witchcraft too, because I have done spells for people. So. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. It's cool to hear about like all the different branches, you know, like all the different like practices. So what was like each of your like calling to this? Like, was it through family or like culture or like, I don't know, internet research? Mm, mine would be all three through family, through culture, because I have like a Creole background mm -hmm. and also, it first started for me with dreams. I was having dreams about people that were coming true. And so I was just looking for like something where I could like bring it all together and, and tarot came up for me. So, wow. What about you? Me, I was just like, it was a leap of faith. I walked into an herb store where I used to live and I grabbed a tarot deck and I went like, I haven't tried this before. Let me do it. And, and then it grasped onto me as if it was meant to me. And so since then, I've been like, wow, I was meant to do this my entire life. And um, it's actually, it's just an interesting way of things, you know, your magic and your practice coming to you naturally. Um, and so, you know, family-wise, like, there's, there's mysticism in my family, but it's more like uh, curanderismo, like very traditional Mexican things. And so, I, mm -hmm. you know, I come from a background of that stuff as well. So something I've been really curious about is if you have a mentor or if you're learning on your own. I would say I'm, I learned a lot of stuff on my own, honestly. I think like it, a lot of it just came natural for me. What about you? Like that's a struggle because um, when I was doing meditation, I noticed that sometimes I would push in the wrong direction. And I wondered if I had a mentor to figure out like what did this mean? Or how can I be better at it? Yeah, I mean, I I would even say, like, even until, like, I found Solaris, like, I consider Solaris a little bit of a mentor, you know, like, Aww. you know, pushing me on the frequency coaching, which she does, which is excellent about energy work and aligning yourself to higher vibration. Um, you know, right now, you know, I'm all self-taught, like, books, like Hermione from freaking Harry Potter, like, all the books. <laughs> um, and, you know... I just, I happen to believe that we're just blessed, right? So like both her and I experienced this where it's, it's, a, it's a part of our ancestry, even though we don't, you know, we don't necessarily know it in this immediate life that we have been gifted with this magic and it has been ours for a very long time. And so some of the exciting stuff about this is that like, particularly as like women of color, like we have a lot of draw to the energy work and a lot of draw to the magic because we we're oppressed and we're and we struggle, right? So we get pulled mm -hmm. down a lot. So naturally, um, I think our spirits and our our guides want us to be able to rise above. And so I think for that, like that exists for me. Is is that's how I draw some of the magic as well? Is there's magic in me, and so I just find it. Mm -hmm. A lot of meaning behind it that I hadn't considered. It's a good point. That was perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still getting over a hangover. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> So is there a lot of research out there? Is it hard to find or when you started going into it? There's so much stuff out there. It's very easy now with 
all the social media. Like it's just really easy to find people that are on the same wavelength like length as us. Um, I know me and her follow a lot of similar people and they have a lot of information like the hood, which, which follows her Mm-mm. and um, love her. Yeah. I've checked out the hood, Witch before it's a really cool page. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like you know, I like uh, house of hoodoo. So, oh, and, yeah. and Solaris loves her as well. So she's an Aquarius and she does the root work. And so, and a lot of other forms of magic. And I also love uh, Tatiana Tarot, who I met in person. And so I think it's, it's like wonderful because there's a community of people on the gram specifically like that. If you want to delve into like the magical arts, if you want to delve into tarot or self-discovery energy work, like all you got to do is tap on the hashtag and like, you'll mm-hmm. find so many people, which is just like incredible. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. That's so cool how social media plays into it. Um, just so it's like easier to find people who are like-minded and just do the same practice as you. That's pretty amazing. Like you guys found each other through that. And Selene and I found sure each, each other like through social media also. Wow. So, cool. so cool to see how that works. Magical friendships all over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine it's like a conference where anyone who is into this was all together in like one room. Like, there has maybe to we be should uh, we should organize it if it doesn't happen. <laughs> I know, right? So we have a lot of projects that we're like, you know, are brewing in our minds for collaboration. Um, Some, uh, I think we're doing, you know, we're going to do a, hopefully like a video where we both do like energy forecasts and we talk Mm -hmm. to each other. You know, I've seen a couple people do that and they're like, excellent. And, and, you know, with her and me, like the vibe is just like, woo, incredible. So I can't, you know, (laughs) I'm excited for that to happen. Oh, that's amazing. That'll be fun. So what is all of your signs. So I'm an Aquarius. Yes! <laughs> Are you too? Yes, such an Aquarius. Oh my God. I love Aquariuses. I'm a Virgo. Okay, cool. I'm Libra. Yeah. It's your I season. It is. Me too. You should Me feel too. really good right now. Me too. My boyfriend's a Gemini, so sometimes we tease him a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of Libras in my life. I really like that. So Me too. Yeah, Libras are really balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. I date a Libra, and it's pretty fantastic, I'd say. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, I remember. Sorry. Yes. So as an Aquarius, <laughs> like, yeah, I can be a bit of a bitch at times and, like, very cold and detached. So it's nice to have someone, like, not take it seriously and just, like, totally <laughs> see through my bullshit. So... Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a few weeks ago, Solaris did do a reading for me at the Crafter mm. Market by Boss Babes, and it was awesome. She gave yeah. a lot of great advice and even like kind of threw out the idea of having her on the podcast. So so glad to have it happen. I did manifest. Right. Like- <laughs> manifest. <laughs> yeah. It worked. <laughs> you guys do readings all day at a venue like boss babes how do you keep your energy up if you like constantly on yeah oh a lot of florida water 
and sage. <laughs> what is holy um, water? Oh, it's kind of like holy water, I guess. That's how Ooh. you could describe it. Cool. It's a like it's a cologne, which is very interesting. So it has a variety of um, like flowers and herbs in it. It's very complex and it's been mixed for years. And, and it's very big in the mystic community. It's very big in Santeria, Palo, like a lot of Latin or Afro derived magical traditions. Um, and it's, you know, I consider it like a cleansing thing and it invites mm -hmm. spirit in as well, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess like the day before, like an event like Boss Bays, because I'm there for a long time, the day before I do a lot of work for myself, I'll do mm -hmm. like candle magic for myself. I sleep with my cards under my pillow. I do spiritual baths just to like get myself prepared to be around different energy. Yeah, for me, I like to dress up. I like to put on a fucking show and then get, you know, I invite my, some of my tarot is performative. So like I channel the spirit by like my, my ability to look a certain way or like, you know, and so I think that sometimes what I do is I'll just get into character and that helps me keep going because I know I'm either channeling a spirit or making someone proud or channeling my ancestors. And so for me, that's really been something that kind of helps with like the more marathon-y sessions. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. I love her. <laughs> You're so great. <laughs> ah, thank you. I'm already like so excited for you guys to meet each other in person. You guys need to like live stream it or something. I'm probably gonna it melt. Feels like I've been knowing her for forever, honestly. I'm gonna melt and I wanna wanna kiss her and I'm just gonna be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. With the cards under your pillow, um, it makes me think of maybe like objects holding onto certain energies. And I was wondering if you mm -hmm. have any experience with that, with like objects feeling vibes. Yeah, it's mainly just for me to, you know, feel more connected to it. And I get a lot of vivid dreams when I sleep with, I already dream a lot, but like I get pretty vivid dreams and messages when I sleep with them under my pillow. So do you do that? I don't, but I'm going to try it now. Well, I sleep, like you should. I sleep with herbs under my pillow. Like I'll do some, I, I make little sashes of like herbs that are supposed to be good for dream work and prophetic vision. And so sometimes I'll just do that. Um, but now I'm going to start doing the cards. You so should. cool. You can, can put you guys... the cards in a crystal. Ooh. Can you guys kind of go into herbs a little bit? Like what's your favorite herb? How did you get into herbology? If that's what it's called? I don't even know. But... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> How did you get into it? Like mm, for me, um, I don't know. I just remember as a kid, like always being very drawn to like plants and and the healing properties in it and so I feel like it just has naturally come to me and like when with doing spells it's fun to find things that make stuff happen my favorite herb is damiana because that's mm -hmm. to attract love mm -hmm. and sexual energy to you and it's really good with like love spells so cool and me with the herbs I like I'm just really intuitive with them I love tea I love baths I love the way things smell I'll just I'll go nuts over them. I'm a plant freak. Like, and so I feel like Look at all for my me, plants over here. Ooh, <laughs> so green, so good. Oxygen. My favorite herb. Um, I'm trying to think because I have a lot. Um, I like, you know, bay leaves are good because you can, you know, write write wishes on them. And um, and that's what I do for my reading. Sorry, you just brought that up to me. Oh, cool. And then, oh, the other thing is uh, I, and this is actually a root work. 
thing is you can take allspice. Allspice is a very common root. Um, and it, it, you know, it's known to have magical properties. And so I'll usually like use some of that to dress candles. Um, I, I put it in wallets that I want to like invite money to. So like that kind of stuff. It's like, it's old brute work technique. Um, yeah, and, bay leaves are good for that, for drawing in money. That's one of the rituals that I do when I um, do readings for people. If I have them, I'll make them write down something that they want and then wow. burn it in front of me for the reading. Wow. I remember, okay, so I had also gotten a reading done by you like a while ago at another Boss Babes meet. And I remember I did that and I, it was the first time I had ever heard of it or seen it. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, I don't remember what I wrote, but I'm going to assume that it happened because I yeah. try to be as realistic <laughs> as possible with those sort of wishes. Um, yeah. So what is like your favorite like herb combination for tea and for a bath? Like, mm. What do you like for like calming and just feeling balanced and healthy? Mm, for a spiritual bath for me, because that's very intuitive. I always use sea salt. Mm -hmm. um, I will boil, like I have Damiana and what's the other herb that I use? I can't even think of the name, but like in bay leaves too. I'll just put it all in a pot and boil it and add like Florida water. Um, sometimes I'll take like, you know, the tea bags that you have. I'll use that and just dump like all of the herbs. Like if it's a tea for to help you relax, I'll add that in and put it in the tub. And it's just intuitive. Yeah, mm. I've never considered doing this before. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got our recipes. Yes. <laughs> I love using um, star anise in my baths. It actually will turn the bath green, which is very magic. It's like Ooh. you put it in and it's a psychic herb. And so it's known to stimulate that sense within you that will make you more in tune with your intuition. And so I'll add like three whole star anises to a bath and I put them in everything. You can crush them. You can put them in tea, um, coffee, and it adds like a good flavor too. So it's, it's, I think I find it very like, you know, very feminine, very like kind of a more like darker, harsh herb, but it's still mm -hmm. beautiful and it tastes really good in a lot of things. Cool. Yeah. Today I went to Lush. <laughs> <laughs> Love Lush. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yay. <laughs> well, you got to take care of yourself. And they, they got the, uh, Lush has this uh, maize, like it has corn, like face scrub, which I love, like, because it has that good, that good, like, home ingredient in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love a good face scrub. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel brand new. Oh, yeah. I need to do one shit. <laughs> <laughs> so something uh, that's coming up soon, Halloween. Do you guys have any plans? Are you going to dress up? You know. So it's funny because uh, this Halloween will be my one year tarot anniversary that I started doing readings publicly. Ah! The biggest thing that I'm going to do for Halloween, it's not going to be on Halloween, but around that time, I got invited to the Malaluna Festival. So I'm going to celebrate that way. That's going to be That's fun. That's awesome. Kelly Uchis is playing. I love her so much. I know. She's great. I was actually supposed to read her before, so hopefully I'll get to read No her. way. Mm -hmm. She got the celeb clients. I want some of those. <laughs> Ooh. Was that supposed to be before her show in Austin? Yes, it oh was. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Wow. Oh, that's so cool, though. Oh, congrats. Mm -hmm. I Thank love you. San Antonio too. I just love the vibes in that city. It's just definitely like in Austin, you get like the Latino vibe, but like not as much like San Antonio just has so much 
of the Mexican influence so blatantly yeah. and everywhere. I just love going there. It's so fun. Go Mexicans! Yes. <laughs> what are you going to do? I, you know, I, I have no plans yet, which is interesting, but there's a lot of balls here in New Orleans, so, like, there's nothing short of what to do. I will be dressing up most likely, I bought a luchador mask. I might actually try to be like a sexy luchadora, but we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how that works. If not, I'll go with You're my so typical witch. I'll go with my typical witch hat. Like, just looks perfect with something <laughs> real skimpy, something real skimpy, and then I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Because you have to be super sexy with whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went out yesterday. I went out in underwear. Like, I was, I went out to the parade and I was wearing just underwear, like a fancy tail. Uh, like that is a, you know, like a petticoat tail and then my mm -hmm. giant witch hat and a corset. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for us to meet. <laughs> That's something I would do. Yeah, you would. I saw on your Instagram a post that said something like, around this time of year, everything that people usually find unusual and is my taste becomes popular. Like, yeah. like dark lipstick or things that are spooky. And I thought... I related with that very hard. I was like, yeah, I love all these things, but no one really likes it until it's October. Mm -hmm. This is true. It picks up in popularity. Yeah, yeah. this is me 24-7. <laughs> Always. Yeah, How did your photo cool. shoot go? Sorry. Oh, the photo shoot was great. <laughs> okay, I just thought about it, my bad. Anyway. No, no worries. <laughs> um, I, it bothers me when people like never wear like dark clothing or dark lipstick or dark nails until fall like you're saying mm -hmm. like people are just like oh no that's like a fall color it's like no baby this is like year round like oh <laughs> this is how i live no. <laughs> oh yeah so around halloween time since things get extra spooky and weird um how do you feel about just like the mainstream view of like witches and witchcraft and stuff like that i think we're seeing like a resurgence of the witch which is cool mm -hmm. so we're seeing uh, in the Bruja specifically, because I know a lot of people are, you know, a lot of people identify with Bruja, but not necessarily with witch. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that it's the time for us to rise and to set a new definition of what Bruja and witch mean, because, you know, we're healers, we're intuitives or empaths. We are, we are divine feminine women. And like, we call ourselves witches, but that, you know, that doesn't mean that we're doing those like scary things. And, 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 and there are witches that do that, that like that and delve into the dark arts. And yeah, I agree with what she said. Yeah. Like it's a more positive spinoff now. Like it's not as scary. People are starting to understand that it's basically just working with the elements like earth and tapping into your divine feminine power. So mm -hmm. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I would, think that it might be difficult in America because this culture, American culture, is so young, whereas in other countries, like, this goes back for centuries, like, all through everyone's bloodlines. Yeah. Like, redefining it is easier here because there isn't really a long-standing history definition of it in the United States. You know what I think it is? It's like spirit is coming to us and making mm -hmm. us claim it and making us enact it and bring it to life in the real world. And so I just think that that's really what's happening now. It's we're seeing the resurgence and the coming out because spirit and deity want us to bring them back and want us to go back to the times when we used to worship, you know, the divine feminine, when we used to have things in order and have our power to ourselves before patriarchy existed. 
So I'm really, you know, particularly fascinated by that because it really is the rise of like the powerful woman and the powerful, you know, like even, you know, I know a lot of folks who don't identify as women who are very powerful witches or very powerful, you know, warlocks, whatever they want to call themselves. So I see a lot of that coming. Yeah, I would say. You said that perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I would say in the United States that there is sort of like a spiritual. I also try to figure this out for myself and thinking about how I connect with it. Mm. Everyone has um, some intuition. Mine's mm-hmm. weaker, but I still think that oh girl don't doubt yourself it is not i was gonna say no it's not not (laughs) uh, not uh. it is there it is there just tapping into it there's like different levels i feel like they kind of like the intuition of how you know how someone's spirit is like Mm -hmm. if they're like a good person or just like you get that feeling that you just cannot trust this person um but then there are other levels where you kind of delve more into like the palm reading and the tarot card reading. Like, I feel like that's like a different level and it's just very cool. Like you definitely have intuition, girl. Ooh, you have so much of it. I, I tell everybody because this is the most common mistake that people make. Um, we, you know, saying that you, do, you aren't intuitive and saying that you don't have intuition is like lying to yourself because mm-hmm. we're naturally intuitive. You just have to, like you said, you know, channel it and, and really get in tune and, and talk to it. Right. And so like, mm-hmm. we've all had the like deja vu. We've all had the like stomach butterflies when like someone is off and like, we all have this capability to feel energy. And so I think that that's really like something really important that I tell everybody I read for is that like, do not doubt that you are intuitive. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much something I say. I tell everybody that I read that there's a difference between intuition and fear. Fear mm. makes you want to run away immediately. Intuition is like a feeling that doesn't go away. And it can be very subtle. So it's just about you being aware of it, even like the smallest thing. Have you guys ever like walked into a house and felt something was off? Hmm. Always. Always. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I feel like I can tell when like people are having conflict in the house, which is like weird, or like when they have um, unwanted energies there. I, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't felt any presences of like ghosts or presences of, of something that would scare me before, and so even which is funny because I live in New Orleans, but like. You know, I'm not really that friend by spirits. Like, I've seen so many ghosts in New Orleans. I'm like, I don't really, really? like, think they're scary. Oh, I can't wait to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can take you to all the spots where I find the freaking ghosts. So I just kind of wanted to ask for, like, all of the listeners out there who have had, like, some negative energy with their relationship in their house, like, kind of how to reset the energy, get it balanced, and just get those negative feelings out of there. Mm. you know I always would say you know sage is an incredible idea Florida water and then sweetgrass I mentioned because sweetgrass will invite the positivity in 
Uh, juniper will give you an incredible cleansing feeling. And anything with roses in it that will invite love forward into the space. Yes, you need to do that. And it'll help so much because all of this is medicine, right? So we're, you know, particularly too, because in, in the root work, people are called doctors. Um, and, and really what you're doing is you're fixing the soul's problems and you're fixing the physical problems as well by inviting plants and magic and spirituality mm -hmm. into your life. And so then you find those cures to things that you wouldn't otherwise find. Yeah, um, I would always say with spiritual baths, like sea salt and I think it's really important to implement some type of uh, ritual with candles and like a positive affirmation that could be with you sitting in the tub for 30 minutes with whatever herbs you want to use or even with just uh, sea salt and reciting a prayer that gives you comfort or just a positive affirmation for yourself and put two white candles by the tub, you know, and then walk through it when you're done and mm. kind of let it go. That's what I would recommend. That's what I've done yeah. for myself. I'm already like trying to think of like what my like prayer would be. <laughs> it could be very simple. Just, you know, good things are always coming to me or, you know, the universe is always looking out for me and it's removing things that are not helping me evolve or, you know, mm -hmm. as long as you, you have to mean it when you say it. So that whole 30 minutes that you're in there, you want to really focus on that and that's it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, one thing that I've been wondering throughout all this is where do you get your supplies? Like, where do you get your Palo Santo, your uh, Sweetwater? Like, I, I don't know. Like, do you go to markets? Is it secret? Like, I don't know. <laughs> For me, I go to uh, Green and White Grocers. I think oh, it's off cool. of 7th or 5th Street. 7th mm -hmm. Street. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it a times. Cool. I love that store. They have, if you specifically, if you're dealing with a breakup or Whatever. They have all types of candles in there that go towards that. So that is something else that I would do. They have specific candles for breakups or to attract, you know, a lover or to dominate a lover or whatever. <laughs> they have everything. They have all the herbs that you need. Um, also at Nature's Treasure, I've done readings there. They have a lot of Ooh. good crystals. But yeah, those are like my my only two places really. Mm -hmm about urban outfitters selling oh ha <laughs> no selling no yes. cultural cultural appropriation bullshit what is it outfitters has been some candles and marketing like like kind of like supplies and crystals that's so you know what because <laughs> as of lately because this you know being a bruja or like you know tarot reading or whatever is kind of trendy now you can see that the the main you know everything is kind of connecting to it did you see that um that thing who is it the the video that i posted that tatiana tarot posted where they did the the small like short film for the cards yeah and Gucci. i was like man like it's that big now to where like mainstream is like so what was the video it was just, it, it uh, focused on the major arcana. And so it like, I guess, used people to play out the major cards. Mm. Okay. It's still on my Instagram, you can look at it. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. It's, it's cool. Cute. I guess sometimes I feel a little strange that companies try to like profit off of something that's... Always. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how I feel about like, you know, New Orleans is great because like if I need magical supplies, like there's some in my neighborhood, like I can walk to any store and, you know, there's metaphysical stores everywhere. So 
I'm lucky I get my stuff there. Um, but I also love online shops. I know that particularly, I know there's a lot of root workers that have their online shop. And so they will have things like Palo Santo, but they also have like their candles are dressed for you. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to necessarily do all the work after that to dress a candle to get it ready. They'll put oil in it, they'll put herbs in it, and they'll send it to you. Um, and so that's kind of cool because you almost get like, you get this bit of magic that's already kind of, you know, done and you have to light it and, you know, to, to be mindful and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to to also support businesses of people who just like do it online. Like that's mm-hmm. what I want to do is I want to start making and actually Solaris had this idea as like candles, baths, teas, like sprays, all that stuff. Like the and, whole like, box set up for people who do metaphysical work. That's really mm-hmm. important. Yeah, like a subscription box. Oh my god, we need to do a, subcri- a subscription box. <laughs> I was just about to say that, like, that now we have the site, we should put it together. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Y'all just gave us an idea. Watch out for that coming out <laughs> in the next month. Then mm-hmm. let us know because I would subscribe to that. Like, in a we can that we can write a ritual. Oh my god, me and her can write a ritual, and we can add all the tools and then send it out to people. Yes, so, that would be really so dope. fun. I yeah. love getting like cute little packages so it would definitely be like a highlight of my month <laughs> Ooh, okay so looks like we got our our million buck idea there <laughs> no seriously that's a really good idea for us to collab on like could you gift that box to someone or would that be like yeah crap? of course yeah. christmas is coming up you better give someone some good <laughs> energy <laughs> so were you yeah. wondering about like if you if i were to give you like sage if that would be bad i feel like that would be good because it's like a friend giving someone else yeah, like good energy. Good. Speaking of, I was gonna say I have some sage if you want some. So yeah, I have a lot. So <laughs> yes, gotta keep well, that sage. It sounds like you need a reading. Yeah, no. Me, yeah. Oh, Selene. <laughs> I could always go for a reading. That's just. Next time you're I'll find you. <laughs> I'll be at um Holy Roller tomorrow. I saw that. Um, and I'm going to do them time? for free there from 7 to 9. Cool. I haven't been there yet. I've been wanting to check out Holy Roller. I don't know. I got booked to do it. It's like a, a company thing, but they're still inviting, you know, the cool. public to come. So you can stop by and I could do a quick three-card reading for you. And I'll bring, um, I'll be bringing some of my fixed candles. Are those your candles with the, like, celebrities on them? Yeah. The same. Mm-hmm. I love those. They're so cute. Yeah. I want yeah. your Solange one. I'm like, I actually <laughs> think I have some I could bring tomorrow. Well, what's Solange? <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, you should you guys should stop by. Anywho's. So, so I want to know who you are inspired by and also what is something that you wish you could tell your 18-year-old self? You want to go first? So something we're inspired by? Someone you're inspired by. Ooh, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like within like witchcraft, just like overall, like you see them as like a shining figure. Oh, I mean, like Frida Kahlo is my <gasps> girl. Yeah. Like, well, for me, because like I'm an artist and, and I'm a very like autobiographical, painful artist. And I do a lot of social commentary with my art. And so I, she's always been someone I look to for inspiration and guidance in terms of, you know, reaching to my pain and then making it artwork. And mm-hmm. also just, she wasn't classically trained in artwork. And so similar to me, she's like, you know, she's like what we could call like, you know, del pueblo where she like grew up, you know, 
kind of humble. Like she wasn't that poor, but she was kind of humble. And then she didn't go to the fine arts school until, and then she met Diego Rivera and like Rivera introduced her into like the fine arts. And so it's interesting because I really, really vibe off her and, and I feel her energy all the time because she, she has helped me see myself as an artist moving Mm -hmm. forward. I would say Marie Laveau for me. Ah. Um, Yeah. I'm totally into her and reading on her and calling on her when I do any type of rituals or if I'm about to do tarot and um, my ancestors as well. The Mexican witch, I look up to her. (laughs) So beautiful. Yeah, what was the other question after that? It's who we look Uh, up to. Oh, what would we tell our 18 year old self? Yes. Mm. Sounds a bit of a thinker. I love that. It is. I would tell my 18 year old self not to be so fearful because Mm -hmm. I had a lot of fear and fear holds you back from pursuing a lot. And it took me to get to where I am now where I'm fearless. But back then I just wish that I would have known like you create your reality. You know, you don't have to be persuaded by what people think about you or you don't have to follow a certain uh, lifestyle because you know, naturally it's like, you're supposed to go to college and do the whole traditional thing. And you don't have to, like, it's your journey. Yeah, I definitely, you know, something along the similar lines of, you know, I think you get really preoccupied in high school with like, what your life is going to be like, and like, how the fuck you're going to build a career. And, and you're 18, and you're not really like enjoying life. And you just, you're a kid, right? Even me, I'm 23. And like, I, you know, I feel like I haven't even lived that much. And and, and to be in a place where like I did the college, I did the, you know, working for two years and, and seeing myself after that and thinking like, how the fuck did I not discover this earlier? Because I'm so much more awesome now. Mm-hmm. And like I used to be and like I used to want to be a doctor. And now I'm like a different kind of doctor. And so for me, I'd just say like spiritual doctor. Mm-hmm, like, don't be afraid to be unconventional because like oh, I read this great thing about how like, we're all conditioned to be producers in a capitalist system. So mm-hmm. everyone wants us to grow up to be career minded. And those that grow up, you know, or later in life find that creative passions and spiritual passions are worth pursuing are the folks who end up finding a way in which they love what they do and, and, and eventually crafting it for them. And so that's what I would say is like my path is now because I'm, I'm kind of over the whole you know and and also props to everybody who does the whole career like you know being in the in the workforce and succeeding and you know I always say women who make it to the top that kind of stuff I absolutely admire those women and we need those women and I support and actually counsel a lot of those women with the tarot yeah but you know for me that's that's just not something that's calling to me right now yeah Yeah. there has to be balance I think that especially right now like Uh, social media you can be good at anything and live off of that like anything you know you just need followers and people are attracted to seeing you do your own thing so I think that there needs to be like balance because I can say for like all of my life it's always been to be like a career-minded woman versus like somebody who is a creative or or an artist like you have to see that you can make it that way as well and that's what I hope that I inspire people to do Mm -hmm. with my path so Another question I had was, so I'm sure that when you both started getting into your craft, that there was a lot of uncertainty. So what was like the 
big moment for you that was just kind of like reaffirming and just like, oh yeah, I should be doing this. Like, this is where I belong and this is what I should be doing. I'd have to say my first public reading, which was on Halloween, um, just seeing how people were so drawn to it. And I'm a psychology major, so I don't know. I just felt like it, I decided to make my own path instead of doing it the traditional way. And people are just so receptive. And like, I've actually done a reading for one of my college professors. She didn't even recognize me, but I did a reading for her. And like, she was like, this is great. And I don't know. I just made me feel like this was, this is the way that I'm supposed to do it. I recently had a moment where, you know, and I didn't have a doubt about my abilities. I didn't have, you know, a hesitation, but I had a moment where I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing because the ancestors blessed me with the wisdom. And because I, not to tune my own fucking horn, but like, I'm good at what I do. And so for me, like that was really a big turning point that I actually got to from like talking with you, Solaris, like you just realize it's your thing. You realize mm-hmm. that you have an ability that's different. You have an ability that is, you can refine and craft into something that is you and, and so that has been like one of the things that has come to me recently is even just the way that I'll pick up a new deck, like my Santa Muerte deck, you know, I'm familiar with the major arcana, the main cards, and then all the other mm-hmm. ones are new to me. But I did two readings for my sister and my cousin. Perfect readings went really well without even knowing the cards. And, yeah. and that's how I like, that's how intuitive I am. That's how good I mm-hmm. am at the tarot. And I'm just like, fuck yeah. Like, I feel really amazing about that. She really is. Hey, Valeria, can you tell us that story? Yeah. Last night, I was um, cleaning out my apartment. I did a ritual clean. I did Florida water cleanse. I also did mint leaves on the floor, which I sweeped out a lot of peppermint oil. And I set up my altar of getting it ready for Halloween to do some ritual work. I got this wild idea that because I live in New Orleans, I wanted to invite the spirit of Marie Laveau into my house. Um, Mm. I wanted her to be present. I wanted her to, as the witch queen of New Orleans, like bring her magic and and receive me as as a person who respects her, receive me as a person who, I made a joke that I was like her cousin, but like that's kind of how I feel is that, you know, as a a Mexican woman, as an indigenous woman who, who comes to New Orleans, having been here in a past life, knowing that I've known her and been around her and her spirit before. And so I, it was simple. I just asked her to come in. And then lo and behold, it started raining. And yeah. then I raised my hand to the, to the sky to say, thank you, Marie, for like coming to me. And freaking black birds just start flying out of nowhere outside oh my, my window. Oh my gosh, she definitely came to visit. I love and it. thunder right after, like loud. I was like, Marie, you are a freaking storm. Like, it was she comes through as a crow every time I see a crow I'm like that's it was incredible that's crazy (laughs) and it was a big energy shift like my apartment isn't the same anymore I feel like there is great power in it right now that you know and I'm excited because what it prompted me to do is also to work with Marie Lubu and to to bring her into my my space you know I'll probably try and get a statue I'll probably start uh doing some more offerings and direct work for her because you know in order to honor the spirit, to have it come back is to, is to be able to, to do that. Right. That's so awesome. You didn't even tell me that story. I happened yesterday. I was, it was like, it was 5am and I was like, Oh my God. One of those creative binges where I stay up really late and like do everything. That's so crazy. So I had one last question. 
So with all the like Hollywood representation of witches, has there been like a favorite sort of movie or TV show of yours? Like I know a lot of people like The Craft, Hocus Pocus, stuff like that. So what has been your favorite representation of witchcraft? Practical Magic, The Witches of, was it East Brushwick or something like that? And Woman on Top, that's my favorite Mm -hmm. with Penelope Cruz because she's doing a lot of like Orisha work and praising Yemaye in that movie. Oh God, my eyebrows. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I love that movie though. Cool, I'll have to check that out. I'm such a millennial, like, and I'm such a, like, I grew up during the Harry Potter era that my, still my favorite depiction of magic (laughs) is Harry Potter. Um, And I have watched a couple more movies that I think depict more seriously, like what it means to be a witch and and, and the ritual attached and the power. But I'm a sucker for like, so there's a lot of stuff written about how the magic in Harry Potter is very real, like the charms that they do, like even levitating a feather, like levitating a feather is one of the easiest things you can do in terms of metaphysical work and using your mind to lift something. It's actually possible. I haven't done it, but you know, light as a feather is a saying because people in the past used to be able to use their mind to get the feather up. And so mm-hmm. those things that are in Harry Potter just fascinate me. Divin- even just divination, like, you know, the way that it's depicted in Harry Potter, tea leaves, like, crystal the mandrake ball root. yeah mandrake root like there's so <laughs> much magic in that book that if you read into it and, if, and in the movies that if you get into it you actually will like uncover a lot of ancient knowledge and a lot of things that are a lot of mysticism and so that's still one of everyone the needs to watch woman on top it is now i'm gonna go watch it movie. you cool. have to it's about she's from brazil and she's a chef but she's using a lot of like her energy through food and then it just shows like her doing her um altar work to Yemaye and like it's awesome she just like found out that her husband cheated on her so she comes all the way to California it's I love that movie so much I think it's on Netflix I don't know if it still is but no they took it off and it makes me really mad that movie like I watch (laughs) I used to watch those movies like all the time but Practical Magic and the Witches of East Bushwick, I think, or Brunswick, somewhere. I think that's what that's it really is. That's a really good movie. Cool. Mm-hmm. We all have movies to watch during lunch. So like yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. So we are planning on releasing on Thursday. So do you guys have any events that you want to promote? Yeah, is there anything coming up? I'm going to be doing the Malaluna pre-party on the 26th. Cool. Yeah, and tomorrow I'm reading in New Orleans at the, actually, it's the creator of the sluttest tarot deck is doing Ooh. like a, a slutty witch tour. It's like a book tour, yeah. a tarot tour, um, a performance talent show. And I'll be reading there. Um, it's tomorrow. And what is the best way for people to find out about your events and to check you guys out and reach out to you? My Instagram and my website, highfrequency.com is my website. And it'll have my events that are coming up. But most likely I, I post them on my Instagram too. So Okay, cool. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I find myself very reliable with the Instagram. I'm always on it. Um, I have just recently added a phone number and an email. And so handy, handy dandy at the top, it just says call or email. Mm-hmm. You just click on it uh, or text or whatever. And, and so I'm really easily reached through like my cell phone or my, um, my Instagram direct message. So usually like try to get to people that way. Hell yeah. Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Have a great week, ladies. Thank you so Our much. Take care. You too.
So we definitely learned so much in this episode. I know I took a lot of notes and I'm sure you guys probably did too. So thank you so much for listening to our first ever interview and please subscribe to our podcast and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.